Yes, nurse. Uh, Dr. Darcy, we've got a very sick plant here. What do you think we should do? Hmm, let me get my gloves on for a thorough investigation. The Gardening Gang with Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy went together every Saturday morning. 8 till 10, right here at Coast FM 963. Get your hands dirty with The Gardening Gang. Saturday mornings at 8 on Coast FM 963. Coast FM 963 with Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy on this Saturday morning for the Gardening Gang. And it's all being sponsored by Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs. We wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and compliments of the seasons. And uh, likewise from Doormaster Security Doors and Windows, keeping you secure while you're away this summer. Sherilyn Darcy's joining us today. As always, good morning. Oh, I put the right uh, instrument on I've come in now. Good morning, as always. Good morning, Pete. Oh, hot, hot, hot today. A hot day coming our way. Mm. It is, uh, I've got a song coming up about Christmas, Mm -hmm. and to help us cool down, it's all about sleigh riding. Isn't that (laughs) ridiculous? (laughs) And recorded by an Aussie uh, band as well. Oh, really? Well, (laughs) first up, because we are a home and gardening show, I've got to say, look, get out there now. You might have missed the boat, actually, but water early, water late as well. Try to provide shade if you can to anything. Even some umbrellas are good over things. Things that are going to really suffer today are lettuce and a few of those softer things as well. And look after yourself too. Now listen out for the radio today because we do have one of those Santas we're giving away, Sherlyn. Mm. You uh, may have seen on our website a lovely little story about these Santas we're giving away mm-hmm. on Coast FM and all the programs. Well, today we've got uh, a Santa shout-out. Now I'm going to play the one that you're listening out for. This is not to call on. <laughs> This is a little Santa shout-out that you're listening for to win today. (laughs) Happy Christmas from Coastwide Cars. And to all the radio listeners on the Central Coast. And all you radio listeners, listen carefully because it's Santa's shout-out today. When you hear it, be the third caller at 43220072 and you'll win yourself your very own Santa for Christmas. That's so lovely. And he doesn't talk. He doesn't. He doesn't talk. But I'm looking at a couple here. But you've got to go down to Coastwide Cars. That's down at Gosford and pick your Santa up. They're quite tall. They're almost as tall as you and I. We're short people. Oh, well, I'll <laughs> say a meter. A meter. Two more of than those Santas is about me. Mm-hmm. One of those Santas is about you. Oh, come on. Yeah, one and a half Santas. Sherman's <laughs> not a very tall lady. I'm little. Uh, but a big smile. Now, coming up in just a tick after we play a little Christmas song. We're going to talk to uh, Susan at Susan's Sun- Coast FM. Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy. It is the uh, world famous gardening gang together today. We always bring some <laughs> wonderful guests in, mm. and today we've got Susan from Susan's Succulents because Susan's got some fabulous ideas to brighten up your place in time for the festive activity. She does. Good morning, Susan. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It is such a lovely time to um, to, to have a talk uh, on succulents because um, we have so many customers come in. They were in a panic mode, like, oh, I haven't got my Christmas shopping yet. You know, I haven't done my garden up. What can I do? Well, here we have a lot to offer because succulents, they, they are like a bunch of flowers. They, they, they are like flowers. Oh. They, they just have beautiful colors and texture and, and form. Rather than like a bunch of flowers you throw away in a week, 
Mm. One month ago, we donated um, 10 pieces of tribute arrangement to Australian Breast Cancer Center. Mm-hmm. And they, they look beautiful. Imagine oh. that, yeah, the people who purchase them and take them mm-hmm. home and, and they, they put them in the garden, mm-hmm. they can make a nice statement. Or you put it on your outdoor table. So the, the, the 10 pieces we donated are all done by the little kids from local empire public school and pretty mm-hmm. beach public school oh. so they're only six years old and they put them together they look amazing that's lovely susan oh, yeah. susan you yeah. are the succulent hero well done it, it's about being in touch with nature oh, and, and yeah. about the joy of watching them grow and the time you have together with your besties and family and it's really good for lazy gardeners because succulents are so low maintenance there you go pete they, they that's you <laughs> You. They don't need much watering at all. You can you can leave them, go on holiday one month and two months, come back and they grow for you. There you go. That's Jeez, mate, they're better than a wife, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky job. Okay, Susan, lovely to talk to you. Yeah, and uh, I, I imagine you had a very good year in, in Succulent City down there at uh, Empire Bay. Yeah. So we'll keep yeah. in touch uh, for the uh, for the year, coming upcoming year, okay? Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. Merry Christmas, Susan. We've been speaking with Susan from Susan's Succulents down at Empire Bay about quick fixes for Christmas and also your garden using succulents. Thank you, Susan. And you're listening to Coast FM 963, Home with the Gardening Gang with Pete and Sherilyn. At home with the Gardening Gang, Coast FM 963. I'm in Chain Valley Bay at the moment. This is right up the north of the central coast. It's in my neck of the woods and I'm with my almost neighbour, Jen Jones from Permaculture Central Coast. Hey, Jen. Hey, how are you? I am so good and I'm so happy to be finally in your garden. So, Jen, today we're talking about fast fixes because people have got their friends and family dropping in at the last minute and they're thinking, oh, my goodness, my garden, my home looks like a complete mess. What (laughs) can I do? Your garden doesn't look like a complete mess. It looks like a permaculture haven. But one thing that I've noticed at this time of the year is a lot of things start to go to seed. Mm. So you're running out and you're seeing these branches and these plants that are covered in seeds or some lettuce that we've forgotten about in a corner covered in seed and looking awful. What can we do? to make it look good fast. Well, you can pull those plants out quickly. Just snip them back and leave the root systems in because that adds to your soil and it's food for mycelium, right? For Mm -hmm. the mushrooms and things that they provide food for your plants by breaking down the non-digestible cellulose. Mm. So leave the roots in, that's fine. You can just clip them off. But don't waste the seeds. Oh, I'm not going to throw those in the compost? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Because, one, unless you're hot composting, those seeds are going to come up Mm. and come up everywhere that you put that compost anyway. But the alternate thing to do is put them in a great big tub or if you've got a lot, use a big tub or you can use a pillowcase that's turned inside out Mm -hmm. and put those stalks in there and hang them up somewhere out of the way where no one can see and let them dry. And the seeds will collect in the bottom of the tub or the bag. Right. And those seeds you can plant for your next crop. Right. Or maybe I could give them to my visitors as well. That's right. Yes, you can give them as gifts. For Christmas. I love it. Look, another thing I've noticed in your garden before I leave is that everything's in pots here. That's is there right. a reason for that? That's because we're renting. Ah. So this is my movable garden. Right. And how long do you think it's going to take to move all these pots, though? Ah, <laughs> no. Well, we are planning on a move very, very soon. Mm-hmm. And we've got the 
the greenhouse and the aquaponic system to move as well. Right. And it's going to probably take me less than a week. Right, to move all of this stuff. This is That's amazing. Right. So this is a really good tip, a fast tip. If you are renting, it's quite possible to grow an entire garden in pots. You've been here how long? Ten years. Ten years. I can't even notice until I sort of start looking closely that things are in pots. It's absolutely beautiful. So jump online to our Facebook page. That's At Home With The Gardening Gang. And have a look at Jen's garden because it is absolutely fantastic. And if you are renting, you'll get some good ideas there on how you can grow a really beautiful, sustainable garden that's doing such a great job for the environment as well. But it's all in pots. Yep, that's right. And you can also check us out on Facebook at Pickles Patch. Pickles Patch, there you go. All right, Jen, thanks a lot for your fast fixes today. Thank you for having me. Have a lovely day. Today, we've got that spirit, the spirit of rock and roll, the spirit of Christmas as well. And that was Linda Ronstadt. That, Sherilyn. Ever heard of her? Of course I have. Pete. Yes, well, I'm going to tell you about an artiste that you well may not know of who has uh, had a hit record 60 years ago okay. in America. Talk about the old USA. A, bit before my a time. Christmas song. Yep, yeah, well before you were born, <laughs> my sweet. Well before. And it's back in the charts in the USA Ooh. at number one. Number one. Now, it's not White Christmas by I, Bing. That even I was goes going, older. Yeah, I was going Mariah Carey, no. And I'm going Santa Baby. Who sang Santa Baby? Santa Baby. Baby. That was Kylie, wasn't it? Oh, no, there was Madonna someone before did that. It too. Madonna, everybody. No, that's, it needs well, to be older. It's in the charts at mm. number one this week. You can Google this up Let's because it. it's fair income. It's a lady called Brenda Lee. Oh. Now, Brenda Lee was 13 years of age when she recorded this back in 1960. Oh, yes, wow. there it is. Brenda Lee and her big hit once again, round the world, well, in the USA anyway, <laughs> of rocking round that Christmas tree. Have a happy holiday. Yeah. We're in the mood today. So, Sherilyn, you can sing that again later on. Uh, I'll get you the words. I'll get you the music. We'll get the band in here. Have some fun. We also have a version here at the radio station done by our own Deb Lennon, which has got a bit of uh, Coast FM. Uh, We did it here some years ago. Mm -hmm. Pull it out, Christmas time. That'd be wonderful. Might play that a little later on. Oh, I'd love that. She's got a great voice. Coast FM, this is The Gardening Gang with Pete and Sherwin being sponsored by Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs and also Doormaster Security Doors and Windows. Listen out for the Santa shout-out. And Santa's shout-out also says, Happy Christmas to all our radio listeners. Don't what you're listening out for. Don't uh, call if you hear an ad, for example, with the old ho-ho-ho. No, ho, not ho. the ad, not the ad. You've got to hear the genuine Santa shout-out mm. sometime in the show today, 4322072. I'll take the third caller through to win one of our magnificent Santas. Good luck. From Coastwide Cars. Coast FM, Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy. And with Christmas in the wings, everyone's got uh, Santa hats today. Vicky, are you wearing your Santa hat provided by the Coast FM Santa, <laughs> the Santa department here? Have you got your hat on? Ho, 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 I wish I was. <laughs> well, Sherilyn looks wonderful in her Victoria's Secret Santa oh, outfit. Oh, it's not. How it's about not. your Victoria's Secret? What is it today? Oh, dear. Now, listen, we can't have that Scotty fellow on the air this week with you because he led you down a path of destruction last yes. week in this uh, game I we play. Know. Don't worry, he's not here. He's not there? Now. Okay. You against moi today. In the meantime, let's kick off with what's happening around the nurseries on the coast this weekend.
All right. Well, a great big truck has pulled up at Burbank at Erina Heights and mm. they've offloaded a whole heap of tropical plants, which include pandanus palms and bismarck palms and all the tropical plants you could ever need. Mm-hmm. There's still time to save 30% off everything at Charm Haven Garden Centre. And while you're there, guess what? You can grab your cut Christmas tree. Ooh. Lee Rowan's Garden World at Arimba. They've got water lilies for your water garden. And a lot of listeners will be excited to know that King Cumber Homewares have potted up woolly bushes. Adam Nantos Pete is what a woolly bush is. Uh, yes, Australian well, yeah. native. Sherilyn got very excited oh, when you said that. Oh, they're the Australian native Christmas tree, Pete. Oh, okay. That's right. And they're very smooth and feathery foliage and silvery, and they make great native Christmas trees. And that we've mm-hmm. had so many people asking us here, if, have we got them? And no, we don't, but King Cumber does. And Forest's Beach Garden Centre have got Venus flytraps and pitcher plants in stock, and they would make a fantastic gift at Christmas time for the young person in your life. I imagine. Okay, now that's pretty cool. Now, what about uh, at Narara Valley? Have you got your Christmas trees yet? Yes, and are you ready? Yes. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. It's your last chance for fresh-cut Christmas trees. It's the second and final delivery, so hurry in and get your fresh-cut Christmas trees from Narara Valley Nursery. Yay! Now, I just might <laughs> add to that, you... Please do not call the radio station about us giving away Santas. That ho ho didn't come from the Santa, <laughs> came from Vicky. Yeah, right? it came from. It doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't, okay. doesn't count, guys. Yep. <laughs> no, <laughs> the promo. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> don't phone in on that no, one. Here we go. No, just joking, just joking. <laughs> love it. Oh the, oh, the bloody phone's calling. No, Stop, don't call. Vicky's ho-hoing. Okay. <laughs> now, we've got Vicky on the phone, and that means we're going to have the uh, the fabulous game. Oh, now, yeah. Now, in a second year of operation, <laughs> is it a... Fact or is it a fib? Now, please, Vicky, I'm rooting for you this week, all right? You ready? <laughs> oh, no, I'm already sad. Well, I think you might Don't have the be edge. Defeatist. No, I think you might have the edge because this has got to do with Christmas trees, all right? So I thought right. I'd make this a bit easier. You're the Christmas tree queen at the moment. Don't say that. All right. Okay. So in Germany, that's where Christmas trees come from, but there's another little known tradition that they also have, and that's the tradition of the pickle ornament. You heard right, the pickle, like pickle cucumbers. Mm-hmm. You know, they like their pickles over there. Well, in Germany, yep. after they decorate the Christmas tree, they hide a glass pickle ornament deep inside the tree. Now, usually, sometimes they put two in. A glass pickle? Yeah, they do. And the <laughs> That first... reminds me of something of a more personal nature. <laughs> no, come on, we're talking German pickles. Anyway, the first adult to find the glass pickle ornament there they'll get good luck for the whole year and the first child to find the glass pickle in the christmas tree gets an extra christmas gift is this a fact or is it a fib oh. <laughs> and this is easier <laughs> <laughs> you got me in a pickle here oh boom boom uh i'm vicky if i may just jump in uh because you're requiring some time to think about this uh, I think uh, I'm going to say that's a fib. I'm um, going to say it's a fib, a glass pickle. You're kidding me, you know. I actually felt like that could be true. It's they're Germans. Germans like pickles <laughs> in their tree. I've heard. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're going true, Vicky. Yeah. 
Congratulations, Victoria. You've won this week. Oh, she's broken <laughs> the drought. The, yeah, the Christmas pickle story with a few minor variations can be found all over Germany. You can also find Christmas pickles in their printed Christmas ads and inside ornament packages and even as swing tags and on their Christmas cards as well. It is a fun, festive pickle tradition in Germany and you can definitely buy these beautiful glossy green glass Christmas pickles all over the place. Well, Becky, I don't know about you. I think there could well be, um, uh, you know, a demand for these in Australia. I'm going to try and find you one for Christmas and you'll be able to enjoy it all year long. Congratulations, Vicky, for getting out of the pickle this week. I'm so excited. Let's ring the bell. <laughs> okay. Well, and uh, it's always nice to hear Vicky because she's so joyous. That's right. On our Saturday yes. morning get-together. Thank you, Vic. Thank you very much. And we didn't miss Scott. Woohoo! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Coast FM, Pete Little and Sholan Darcy with a little hot Vicky with us today. She's a winner. London Gang this morning, your love still brings me to my knees. Coming up to 11 minutes before 9 o'clock with Pete and Sherilyn this morning now. Normally we have Steve come in and sort of give us a little bit of a hand on yes. the, uh, you know, the little program that we call Hands Dirty. But Steve's got to go up and play Santa today, so he came in early. Oh. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now, cool. let's get the hands dirty early today. Let's do Sherilyn. it. Let's do it. to get. Uh, yeah, we've got to get ahead of this hot weather, don't we? So... First of all, frangipanis are out at the moment. Pete, now at the front of the Coast FM studios, we've got a beautiful tree that's been there yes, for ages. Yes, it's been there for a couple of years. Yeah, it's all lovely. It's it's in foliage and there's lots of flowers there. So this week in Coast News, I'm written all about frangipanis, how to grow them, how to look after them, and also how to tackle that awful-looking frangipani rust. So it's in there. You can pick up your copy all across the Central Coast or jump online as well, Central Coast newspapers. So what is on for plant lovers, I hear everybody? asking, well, if you're looking for teachers' gifts, this Saturday, that's today, between 10am and 4pm, pop into Burbank House and Garden at Erina Heights. This year's teachers' gifts are made easy. Say thanks for helping me grow to your child's grade teacher with a pot plant that they made themselves. Kids can choose a plant, pot it and decorate with coloured sand and a big thank you flag. There's no need to book, just drop into Burbank at Erina Heights and it's only $10 per gift. But for more information, jump onto their Facebook page, Burbank Erina Heights. The monthly community breakfast growers market is on between 8.30am and 10.30am tomorrow. Just check with them as well. This is at the uh, the Pearl Beach Memorial Community Hall, Diamond Road, Pearl Beach. I'd give them a call. So grab a pen, 43442319, just to make sure it's on. It features local produce, a market there. It's held on a monthly basis and it's a really lovely get-together for people around Are Pearl Beach. Are you concerned Beach. it mightn't be on because of the hot day? Can I'm a little bit concerned, Pete. Yeah, that it mightn't be on because of the 32 hot day. 32 degrees already. Yeah, I know, 32 degrees out the front there. Anyway, closer to home. Now, I'm going to say this. Take down these notes and garden later in the week. I don't go out and garden today because anything you put in is just going to, you know, kill up and die. I can tell you that right now. Flowering potted roses are available across the Central Coast and they can be planted out in the garden right now. It's a great opportunity to see what you're getting because you'll see the roses obviously all in bloom. This week, later this week, Coasties, you can plant the following culinary herbs, beans, beetroot, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cape, gooseberries, capsicums, carrots, cauliflower, celery, chicory, cress, cucumbers, 
eggplants. Endives, leek, lettuce, marrows, melons, mustard, okra, parsnips, pumpkins, radishes, rhubarb, rosella, silver beet, spring onions, squashes, sweet corn, tomatoes and zucchinis. Lots of flowers as well, including Californian poppies, cyclamens, marigolds, nasturtions. Sunflowers can still go in, as can snapdragons and zinnias. To get that whole gardening guide, pop into the Coast newspaper. Hey, Steve, thanks for the uh, bell today, mate. <laughs> Have a good day wherever you're heading off to now. Yeah. Stay particularly cool as well. Stay in the shade. Yeah. If you're playing Santa for somebody. We did promise to play the uh, Deb Lennon version of Rockin' Round the Christmas Tree. Mm. You may remember we talked about the Brenda Lee original version that was recorded back 70 years ago, now wow. number one in the charts in the USA. Let's play out. Deb Lennon, one of our own presenters here at Coast FM. We all know Deb. She's been with us for years now. Yeah. Rocking around that Christmas tree here on the Central Coast. Don't forget when you hear Santa, the big Santa shout out, and Santa's also going to say, Happy Christmas to all my radio listeners on the coast as well. Mm-hmm. That's your cue to call and win a big Santa for your Christmas basket. At home with the gardening gang. Coast FM 963. Coast FM 963. Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy, the mighty guarding gang, it's all here this morning. Yes, it is. Doreen couldn't make it in. She's up on the north coast. Oh. She's got that RV working overtime before the school holidays hit. Mm-hmm. Get all Absolutely. the camping out of the way. Good morning. Oh, yeah. Morning. Good morning. How are we all? Good, good, good. Uh, well, yes. I hope you're not well being hit by it. the hot, hot days up there. Well, oh, you probably will be. I can see you in your brief bikini today with a splash, oh, yes, a splash with water. <laughs> yes. Anyway, you've been keeping your eyes and ears on the markets on the Central Coast I this have, weekend. So let's talk about those, Doreen. So here we go. Edelong Fresh Food Markets are being held at the Broken Bay Scout Hall on Picnic Parade today and every Saturday between 7 and 1. You'll find fresh fruit and veggies, eggs and deli items on sale. And Avoca Beach Markets are holding a twilight market tonight between 4 and 9. It's being held in the Hazlitt Park foreshore of Avoca Beach. There's lots of stalls with fresh produce and international foods as well as boutique stalls. The entertainment and fun for the kids as well. You know, when they prepared that, they must have expected to have a hot day coming because it's much wiser to have the markets in the afternoon on yes, a hot day like yes. today. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's still ice cream, so that'll be okay. Well, it's, it's even <laughs> going to be warm tonight, but I think there's a cooler change. Yeah. So also, Mangrove Mountain Markets are being held today between 9 and 3 on the corner of Georgetown's Drive and Blood Tree Road. They raise funds for the local community and specialise in homemade preserves, cakes, crafts and plants. And the Holy Trinity Anglican Church, they're holding their market a week early. They're on Serpentine Road, Perigal, and they're holding a market between 8 and 12. The shed has lots of wonderful bargains and the usual items like electrical boards, bric-a-brac and plants. There's a barbecue and Devonshire teas are available and the church's op shop will be open. And the YE markets are on today between 8 and 1. It's being held in the community hall and grounds on YE Road. There's fashion, local produce, crafts, desserts, cakes and specialty coffee. Well, YE is one of the big uh, you know, spotlight spots now for a community oh, activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The markets yeah. are fantastic up there. Growing like crazy. Mm. Okay, let's rip over the page here and check out tomorrow's markets okay. on the coast. Mm. Tomorrow's Tookley Lions Club markets are on in the Coles Car Park Tookley between 8 and 1. Go along, browse through their stalls and find some bargains. Now, the Inside Out Fair is being held tomorrow at the Gosford Entertainment Grounds. Now, that's the old race club between 10 and 2. 
You'll find some amazing gifts for the family and they will also have Santa photos. For more information, go to the Entertainment Grounds Facebook site. And the Woi Woi Waterfront markets are on tomorrow between 9 and 2. Think of well-being, flowers and candles. Food stalls too. It's on at Brick Wharf Road, Woi Woi, with the Central Coast Ferries running services from Empire Bay, Davistown and Saratoga. And Gosford City Farmers Market is on tomorrow at the Gosford Showground between 7 and 12. The stores include local fruit and veggies, free-range eggs and grass-fed meat. There's also rustic breads and deli items and international foods and coffee. Now, Doreen, before you go any further, did you try out those no-alcoholic cocktails last week at the uh, the Gosford uh, venue? I have been, yes, yes. Well, I quite like all that now. I'm sort of into lightening up everything. Mm. So, yes, I found that quite good. Yes. Okay. Well, they're still on. You can still try out those cocktails right. at mm. the uh, at the Gosford Showground. Mm. Uh, fr- yeah. uh, free, free tasting, by the way, Charlotte. Like, is free. it free tasting? Right. Right. We're not going to be rolling around the floor. <laughs> That's right. We can drive home safely. Very <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> okay. And my last one for the day tomorrow, the Entrance Science Club Charity Market is being held again tomorrow between 8.30 and 12.30. It's on in the Denning Street car park opposite Coles. Browse through their second-hand goods and specialty items. Fabulous. Okay, thanks, Doreen. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful trip. And give Thank my regards you. to Harriet Hathead. He's a wonderful man. <laughs> oh, and you'll say, who, Pete, who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Doris. Thanks, Have Doreen. a great weekend. Okay, we'll we'll catch you, you next week. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, Sheldon and Pete with uh, the Gardening Gang and uh, Doreen today as well on Location. She is, and you're listening to Coast FM 963. <laughs> Happy Christmas from Coastwide Cars. And to all the radio listeners on the Central Coast. Well, there you go, Santa. We had a winner there because that was the cue to call, looking for the call, third caller. Sherilyn, we had a very happy lady by the name of Robin Bright from Woi Woi. Yeah. Who was our third caller. I mean, the calls are still coming still through, by the way. Everybody but loves We've got Santa. our winner for this particular program. There's more opportunities coming up tomorrow in the breakfast show with Wayne C mm. here at Coast FM. Mm. Wayno's got a beautiful Santa to give away thanks to our friends at uh, Coastwide Cars. And they're open today, by the way. A little free plug for them on the uh, on the highway, Central Coast Highway at West Gosford. Now, we've got those prizes, by the way, happening right through the month of uh, December, right up to Christmas mm. time. Sheldon, there's been a change of plan, apparently, from what Doreen told they us. They have. Doreen, uh, yes, exactly. Unfortunately, the YE market is have, is going to be cancelled today due to the extreme heat. they out? They are, and they're thanking everybody for your support. They're not putting another market on before the end of the year, so they'll, you, they'll be back in the new year, and they're thanking everyone for their support, for the, the support throughout 2020. They've just loved it, but unfortunately, far too hot at YE to run the markets today. Well, it's 33 on our gauge now. It, is it was outside. 30. Yeah. Now it's 33 and climbing. Mm-hmm. Going to get to as high as 43. Yeah. Coast FM, Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy. It's a great gardening gang today. We're in the Christmas uh, mood. And Polly Mack, the chef, the master chef, is with us right now. This How morning. are you, team? Hey, Polly. Uh, nice to be here. Nice well, to be here. You know, you may have forgotten to prepare a nice gift for one of your loved ones or family, and Sherilyn's got this wonderful ability in the kitchen, you see, mm. more so than moi. I've heard. But you are the master. Yes. Mm. So we're looking at different things to bake as gifts for our loved ones. That's nice, isn't it? You know, the, the, the thought of giving something that's 
the made with love and and handmade is 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 the proper essence yeah, well, it's the sentiment. Gift that keeps it on, is. I think it's the so. spirit of Christmas. I love. There's it. the word. I like going around to all the markets and all the community gardens mm. and places like that. Oh, and all the auxiliary clubs, you know. And the ladies make all the, or maybe men as well. They make all the jams and all those sorts of things, and you can put them all in the hamper and give them to someone. It's so That's beautiful. Lovely. We gifted a uh, spice blender or oh, spice grinder. Another little kind of, probably oh. only 15 bucks. And then some whole spices so people could grind their own spice mixes. We did that for a, a friend of mine. A couple okay. Of, and that oh, was, and that did was it go good. over well? He loved it, yeah. Yeah, he really? It. He still yeah. got it, you reckon? Oh, he's probably throwing it in the bin now. <laughs> but it made me feel good for a little while. No gratitude. No. No, but that, that kind of thing where there's a little bit of thought because yeah. there, there's so many, you can spend, overspend yeah. 100%. And... A lot of it's throwaway, right? That's it. Well, we're not talking about stocking fillers here. No, we're talking I... about something really nice and to eat. cherished mm. uh, as a gift. And I think Sherilyn, I'm really busy at the moment. Bit, uh, I'm making, trendy. yeah, I'm making Christmas crack. That's what I'm oh, doing. Sorry, Christmas to crack. Say that again. <laughs> Don't <laughs> bend over, Paul. Already, my kids are right into they're millennials and they're right into Christmas. And mm. I've already got messages on you my said phone. Crack for a minute. I did. It's called. Don't you make that? It's Christmas crack. No, please walk me through it. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know what it is. No. It's a it's like a candy, like a sweet thing. You get salada biscuits, you know what they I know you're not from Australia, but you know what a salada is. Those yeah, it's that noisy cricket that makes yeah. a noise. <laughs> it's a noisy bit. Oh, no, yeah. it's a salada biscuit, so it's a salty, it's a salty biscuit. Oh cracker. yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes from lay, it's like a war biscuit. You lay those in a pan and mm. then you make a toffee, so out of brown uh, sugar and and brown sugar and, and uh, butter. You you should be making this up right now. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to whip some up. Okay. And then you pour it over the saltines, throw it into the oven until mm. it bubbles up, take it out. Oh, my mouth's watering now. It's so nice. You melt chocolate over the top of it and then you can put into the top. Look, if you want to be really festive, you can do red and green M&Ms. It's a bit kid-like. Or I like to do toasted almonds, things like that. Put a bit of rum in there. Oh, um, goodness me. It melts together and then you wait for it to set and then you cut it up and so it cracks. That's why they call is it Is this something crack. that this is Australia-wide or just in your... Oh, I think it is Australia-wide. Is that right? I think it's a Lake Mamora specialty. <laughs> yes, I've never ever... 20, no. 20 Christmases I've had here and I've really? never ever seen anything like that. I think it's probably done it for about four or five years. But I tell you, my, as I said, my kids are millennials and all mm. their friends are into it They're, and they all say it's amazing. And I've actually got a text message from my daughter from yesterday saying, Mum, check this out. It's fairy bread crack. Wow. So you use white chocolate and then hundreds and thousands. Well, fairy bread's another <laughs> thing. I mean, really? <laughs> you could call it a freckle crack, couldn't you? What on <laughs> earth are you thinking? Christmas crack, very big Aussie tradition with the millennials. They love That's it here. That's super weird. But well, we, we, we had, uh, um, in the old country, we used to be given an orange for our Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we were good and if we were they're very good. expensive over there, by the way, Charlotte. Oh, is this that is, what it is? Oh, they're so expensive. Oh we uh, a, a one orange and we at tried Christmas to do this time. to our kids who are... Australian. <laughs> Look at they are, this is true. <laughs> they would reach into the stocking expecting something shiny and yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd get an orange, an orange. An orange. Or a piece where, of coal. Uh, but is that a where Terry's oranges come from? Terry's chocolate oranges. Is another that one. where it, it you, comes from? You, you, like wouldn't, you would never, ever exchange a Terry's chocolate <laughs> orange any other time than Christmas. Because, oh. well, it's like a hand grenade, first of all. It's, it's incredibly dangerous. It's, yeah, it's very heavy. That's I know. Right. So, yeah, they are. But They're never, not, ever so. would you Terry's chocolate orange any other any time. Any other time, but no. Christmas time. 
It's just My goodness. weird. But is, I'm thinking that's where that Maybe. they've come from. You go oranges and then Terry's just the next one. The, next, the sort of the next. Why would they call it Terry's? That's the brand. the brand. yeah. Oh, it's like I Cadbury's. understand right now. It doesn't belong to yeah. Terry. Could okay. <laughs> mm. know. Anyway, I'm going to uh, give you my recipe, Polly, for Christmas crack. There I'll you go. I'll cherish that. Thank you so That's much. Great. I want to see it on the menu as a, you know, Wonderful. not an appetizer, like a beer. You could oh make goodness. something amazing make out of it. Make quite a nice little something to go with a coffee at the end of the meal, I guess. Absolutely. It's very Thanks. sweet. Very you only festive. need a little bit. Festive, mm. just a little bit on the side there. Very nice. nice. That's <laughs> it. All right. Well, been a bit of fun today <laughs> talking about those weird gifts. Oh, I think we've inspired the gardening today to better things. Well, I'm going back to my crack. <laughs> okay. Oh. It's Pete and Sheridan and Polly every week Thank here you. at Coast FM with the Gardening Gang. Darker <laughs> 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 here at Coast FM, home of their classic hits with Pete Little and Sheridan's RC being sponsored today as they have been for many years now. Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs at Wyoming and also Doormaster Security Doors and Windows, Berkeley Vale. Now, Sheraton, it's a hot day. What a silly thing to say. It's a bloody hot day today. 43 degrees. My wife was up planting, um, no, not planting, watering plants at seven. Yes. And I said, useless. No, the gardening (laughs) gang doesn't recommend that. We just don't recommend that. Oh, at all. we do so, Pete, <laughs> early in the morning, and also give your plants a good drink I was challenging later her. on tonight. You were challenging it. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm actually taking off to my daughter's garden because she's off in Bali at the moment at a wedding for tomorrow, and I've got to water all her gardens. And I got a Facebook live last night, as people know, grandkids and kids they love doing this, don't they? And she was in a pool in Bali, going, "Mum, don't forget to water my plants." Oh, it's a kid's <laughs> life, isn't it? It's a kid's it life. It is, isn't it? You know, you know, life is wasted on the young, isn't it, Cheryl? Oh, no. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I wish I had gone to Bali What were you doing at the age of 25? I was working. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> working hard, actually. Coast <laughs> FM, Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy, springtime leads to summer, which we're in now. Yeah, we are. Cheryl. We are. And, you know, I don't know if you've got a beautiful boat there at uh, Lake Munmora. I do. Uh, you do? A small Okay. One. Would you feel comfortable taking your couple of dogs on mm-hmm. the boat for a day out. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, dog number one, Sailor, that's his name, and he is a sailor. We take him out on the boat on the runabout and he loves it, absolutely loves it. Right. Dog number two, DJ, that we've just rescued, he's a deaf dog, haven't taken him out yet and I'm I'm a little bit apprehensive. He's 18 months old, hasn't been used to the water, so I thought we'd ask our pet vet, Tanya. Yes, if, if there's such did, things as buoyancy jackets for well, dogs. There are, but Sailor wears, Sailor wears a life jacket. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Yeah, he's got one. But I'm just really sort of like, how do I get my 18-month-old dog used to going out on the boat? Well, they give the rum to uh, new sailors to set, settle their stomachs <laughs> They're there. giving him rum? <laughs> Tanya, oh, good morning. Good morning, Tanya. Oh, good morning, <laughs> Put guys. some sense well, into this conversation if you would, please. <laughs> Well, I'm from Bundaberg, which is the rum capital of the oh. world. So perhaps, perhaps I'm all for the rum. The rum comment. <laughs> Look, the life jacket thing is definitely the way to go, and you're mm. doing that with sailors. So yeah, definitely. So pop a life jacket. Pop a life jacket on DJ. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think that. Um, I think that's your that's your first your first point of call. Mm. And I guess my next question is: Does he even like the water? Loves it. But, yeah, he does yeah, like the water, yeah. he likes a bath, he likes all those things. But how do you introduce dogs to not just boating but new things like this? 
Oh, look, I think I think you need to be consistent and you need to take things slowly to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he likes water, he's probably going to love the boat. But I think I think one thing that would be super important in that situation is to keep him on uh when I say tether, I don't mean something short. I mean something really long. So if he does jump in the water, you've mm-hmm. got him tethered at all times so that oh, you can yes. bring him back. I think that. So I think boundaries are, are really important in any mm-hmm. situation because he does that, have that hearing impairment. Mm-hmm. So I think I think just like you have with your other dog, but you just need to, like any person with a disability, I think you just need some, some disability aids because that's what he is. He's, he's functioning absolutely, but he does mm. have that impairment. And I think with, with dogs in general, introducing them to new environments, I think, like I say, so I think you need to be cautious if there are threats around. And water is, that's probably a harsh word, but water is uh, something where you do Am need I to hearing that dogs can't automatically swim? I, you sort of see them thrown into a pool and they still manage to dog paddle without much uh, trouble. The dogs, dogs would do, but not all dogs. Oh, really? All I, dogs I think can. maybe those little sausage dogs might have a problem. Because no, it's not even legs breed. aren't very long. You know, we, um, as a rule, a lot of, because I have boxes and a lot of them not very good at swimming. I don't know whether it's because of their shape, but I've I've had many that just, uh, they flounder in the water when they get in it. But I'll tell you something very interesting. It's not a law that dogs have to wear a life jacket. I thought it was the law and I've been putting it on sailor and then I found out mm. that it's not actually the dogs law. Dogs can also be drunk in no. command of a car as well. <laughs> they have no problem there with their licence. They've never lost a licence ever. <laughs> I thought it was a safety thing, though, for the humans. You know, like you have to have a life jacket on. But no, 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 it's uh, it's not. But it they are handy because Sailor has fallen off the boat. Dogs life. Yeah. Oh, look, I would absolutely put one on Um, Mm. unless, or even if you know your dog is a strong swimmer, like Mm. you just never know. You know, I would always put one on. Okay, so if I'm going to take DJ or if anybody's got family visiting as well with pets, like lots of people do, um, and they've got a boat and they want to take the the pet, I'm I'm thinking not a cat or a bunny or anything like that, it'd be a bit silly to take on a boat, but taking a dog. So it's just a sort of little intro, maybe just going and walking up and down wharves and things like that, just getting them used to that sort of thing How can you get the dog to have a wee-wee on the boat? Well, how do you train them for that? (laughs) Well, you've got to pull up somewhere. That's what you do. Do you pull up? Mm, absolutely. It's not going to wee on the boat. Sailor, do, sailor Off waits. the side like most blokes do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, no. I that's actually a very good question because they're not going to do it in the water either. But I think mm-hmm. I think what you would do is if you're, you know, going mm-hmm. on a, I guess, a, a cruise, if you've got yep. a, big, a bigger boat Better or something, out, yeah. um, I think what you would do if you couldn't pull up because, you know, the dog's got to go, the dog's got to go. Yep. I think what you would do is train them. You'd have one of those little, gra- like, fake a, grass. Fake grass things in a, in a container yeah, or something, you'd, yeah. You'd have, to, you'd have to train them That'd to work. go in that special area, yeah. um, you know, whenever they need to go to the toilet. No, ours, is, ours are just a small boat, and we just pull up. If, wherever we are, if we're out on Lake Macquarie or somewhere, we just pull up at one of those little beaches, and then he's so funny because you can tell he starts crying, and he looks to the shore when we're out on the boat, and he's like, got to go. You can tell, And then you pull up, and he's like, well, and he runs off into the bush, and oh, and he comes back, and he's like, thank, thanks. We're sick of hearing about it, Sailor. <laughs>
Too damn best good. Best feeling in the world. <laughs> okay, Tanya, well, we've uh, been enlightened today about uh, the habits of these animals mm-hmm. in respect of, uh, you know, a day out with a dog on the boat. Uh, next week we'll cover elephants on boat. <laughs> <laughs> this is Coast FM. Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy. Thank you, Tan. It's been really uh, helpful for you today and uh, helpful for the audience, I'm sure. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, guys. With the Gardening Gang today. On Coast FM. Coast FM, one of the hot days of the year with uh, Pete and Sherilyn. Where are you going today, Sherilyn? Going to a bit of a swim after... You get off the air here. Oh, hopefully it is so hot. No, no, I want to get. I want to cool down, Pete. That's what I want to do. Well, we're talking about one of the hot topics in the real Mm -hmm. estate game right now with Lachlan McDonald of Ray White McDonald Partners, and that is some uh, suburbs released on the central coast by the state government. They've identified for particular attention for Mm. uh, what's the word for higher density accommodation. Now, Lachlan, good morning to you. Good to see you. Good morning. Lachlan, have you been uh, privy to these particular locations on the coast where the government have said, yep, let's open it right up to higher density? Yeah, yeah well, well, Pete, I think we, we've spoken about this before in terms of where are some of the areas that could accommodate it. And, and um, if you recall, we always sort of mentioned the idea that like Sydney, those sort of Areas along the major roadways and the rail corridors mm-hmm. are certainly areas that uh, would lend themselves quite well to it. And surprise, surprise, that's um, exactly what the, the New South Wales government has sort of come out with, with trying to allow, essentially, developers to bypass the local council zoning regulations. And so depends on, like, if you're, for example, near a transport hub, town centre, it'll allow a lot more development in those areas. Okay, so one site I'm um, familiar with is uh, the CBD of Gosford. No surprise there. No, no, not at all. Um, you know, that's we've, we've all seen the, the change that's happening in Gosford and the cranes and it's all, you know, going ahead at a rapid rate. Um, but I think, you know, probably what's more interesting in this is not so much where it was already possible to have apartments. What's really interesting is that duplexes will now be allowed in all low density, so R2 zones across New South Wales. That's a huge change. If we just think about that, we've had the granny flat. That's Mm -hmm. that's something that we could do. We've always had block sizes on the central coast that would generally allow you to do that. But that's a very big change to a duplex. And if you take a look at some of the areas in say, southwestern Sydney, where duplexes have been permissible for quite some time, mm-hmm. and see the transformation that's gone on as a result of that, you would fully appreciate looking at those areas just how much of a change this could make. Are you suggesting a change for the better in terms of uh, newer buildings or better use of land or uh, culturally yeah, more desirable? I, look, I think these things always, Peter, are going to be met with sort of, I guess, mixed opinions, of course. Um, but when we're in an affordability crisis and you've got a lot of people that are living in homes that are too big for them or on land that are, they don't need, yeah. the, the idea that someone that was in a property like that could either look at maybe de- developing it themselves to create a, a duplex where they could sell one of them, rent oh. one of them, only live in one, that's, okay. that's, that's a really, really uh, big thing for somebody to be able to do. 
And the other thing is too, it really increases the appeal and the value of some of these homes. So what it might mean is that it makes it more feasible for some of these people who have lived in a property for a very long time. It's maybe a very old home. They're sort of looking around the coast going, gee, it's expensive. Like, how am I going to downsize? The idea that their little fisherman's cottage could now be a duplex site will increase that value and make it perhaps more attainable for them to move on to something and downsize. So there's, there's some positives to it and certainly it will create some some, uh, you know, changes oh, to the landscape. No question about mm, that. Mm. Oh, I can see wow. that being a, a really, uh, over the next 10 years, things are going to improve. Mm. I'll rephrase that. So over the next 10 years, things will really sort of change in, in certain suburbs of the coast. Now, the other suburb that was tapped on the window, um, hang on. So the other uh, suburb tapped on, the, well, two more. There's Tugra and Wyong have been identified as well by the government for, uh, uh, for this particular um, high-density housing. Tugra? Yeah, and I, and again, I think, Pete, that, uh, you know, these are not areas that are surprising. You know, Wyong certainly, you know, with the rail corridor being there, the proximity to both the M1 and to the Westfield and, and other shopping facilities and sort of um, business parks as well at, at Tugra. Um, these are areas which lend themselves very well to higher density. Um, and, and you only need to look at the sort of... Um, CBD of Wyong, and, and it's still incredibly underdeveloped. Mm. Um, so I think the reason why these are positive changes is that when you've got a mix of higher density housing along with commercial space, shops, facilities, rarely does it impact your average homeowner in, in any way other than a positive. You know, you tend to find you the more people are there, then it's the more shops are more viable to be there. You're mm. getting you know, more more choice, more option. Um, so it's a, it's a good way to introduce more housing without impacting, you know, the, the, the family homes, the suburbs that are around these oh, areas. Oh, I gotcha. You know? Yep, okay, right, yep. Yeah, so, so those sort of areas, you know, obviously will, will benefit tremendously from having more people in there, which means, you know, the businesses will benefit and it makes mm-hmm. it more viable for there to be more businesses moving into the area. So it's sort of a... Uh, you know, a, a bit of a snowball effect. A snowball effect indeed. Well, I'm, I was interested to see that, uh, say, the peninsula wasn't affected so much by these new announcements either. Mm. So we're, we're not sort of seeing uh, further development. I think it's pretty busy on the peninsula already, places like Woi Woi, Etalong and your miners. <laughs> Squeezing yeah. more in there would be difficult. Um, well, Pete, the, the peninsula is already the most densely populated area yes, on on, yes, on the central coast. So yep, yep. It, it is um, it, it does have the, the the highest number of homes in in that location. So I think it's probably not an area that is uh, a key priority. But there's other areas that that certainly are, are underdeveloped, and I certainly think that yeah, Wyong is is, is one of those. Um, Gosford, again, we know what's happening there, and that's I think no surprise. But certainly. Um, we're all, all I think, in favour of the ongoing transformation of Gosford. Mm, mm. Well, I guess all the old-timers who have been living here for quite some years, I include myself in there, have <laughs> got to make some decisions about will I stay on the Central Coast long-term or whether I find a quieter patch to retire. And that really is up in the air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lachlan, thank you for that today. Things are certainly moving. On the Gardening Gang next week, Cheryl, and the topic is... Going nuts. We'll be growing nut trees in your garden. And nut milk.
Nut, you can make nut milk. You'll Almonds, be able to do all peanuts, those things. All those Macadamias. sort of nuts. Macadamias. Now, lots of them are big, but there are small nuts that you can grow as well. All that and more <laughs> on your favourite home and garden show on Coast FM. Going nuts next week. Absolutely. Coast FM. <laughs> Yes, nurse. Now, Dr. Darcy, we've got a very sick plant here. What do you think we should do? Hmm, let me get my gloves on for a thorough investigation. The Gardening Gang with Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy went together every Saturday morning. 8 to 10, right here at Coast FM 963.